0: In here and the bass keeps running running, and running running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, and running, running, and running, and running. running and running running Break- <laughs> <gasps> <wires>. <laughs>
1: What we were saying before is, I really would, for my own edification, I understand that you did a podcast with your friend, oh. Brianna, uh, the other day. You posted it on Facebook, but for me and two others... have you listen to it yet? No, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm you? getting my PhD. Oh, come I
0: come on, and you watch 16 TV shows a you know, day. Yeah, I know. I need, 45 and minutes, I need to catch so up with
1: Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives and... This is and better. The view. Oh, of course. I'm sure it was. It's better than a sub for Brianna, right? Did you mention my name in the podcast, mm. Brianna? Did you mention my name? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Tell me about Brianna's podcast so everybody else can understand as yeah, much anyways, as I. Brianna
0: know. and Josh, look it up. I know they're on. They're almost done. Anything we are. What's crazy is it's really. Stirred up a lot of comments and Facebook activity about what? Because she went and posted the link to this podcast and gave the recap of what we're doing on our high school class page. It was a lot of fun.
1: Oh, that—that's wonderful. That was another thing that we wanted to talk about. So, talk about yeah. yours, and I'll talk about mine.
0: Uh, the one that most interesting interesting thing this brought out was. Um, I guess he heard it because this was our high school class page or whatever, but you know my bully, quote unquote, that I mentioned in high school, I, uh, he sent me a friend request, which I think I looked years ago and found out that he had one. But you know, some of these guys that are married and have kids and have the happy family and all that, they don't do Facebook. I see a certain name, and I know that's somebody from high school. I'm going to accept it. Like, I recognize most of these names.
1: That's interesting, because I just look at how many mutual friends we have.
0: I look at that, too. Yeah. But because of this podcast and the...
1: Because I don't want a friend, a a bride in some nation who wants to move here because they think that they can... um, Honey, that Marry happens me. too
0: because they think I'm a woman. Yeah, well, I'm a rich white woman. Yeah, I'm gonna move them to this country, and yeah, they
1: probably don't know that
0: I'm the biggest homo in the whole wide world. Okay, so. But anyway, so it's brought a lot of it's brought about a lot of attention because of this podcast, and so he's probably the one that has I don't know because maybe I'll oh, I have more conversation, but I got a message, hey. I remember our conversation at our 15 year class reunion which next year will be 15 years ago already it'll be 30 years and you know I'm so we grow up sooner than later I really honestly could never pinpoint how I gave you negative feelings and like you said it is what it is but maybe it's I don't know why you would still be why you would still be in denial after 47 years but you know what again I don't know what that Those means.
1: of us who have been bullied internalize the negativity as opposed to the bully who really moves from victim to victim to victim they don't understand that they're being
0: bullied And I think Brianna actually got it more than anybody else because she said we're young we're also insecure. We're trying to find our way to get You're through right. this awkward and she understood that amazingly. That's right. So if this guy could have said the same thing to me, I think I would whatever. But I think he's kind of like it's weighing on him a little bit, like, God, I just don't remember and was I this horrible because But I think that's I'm crazy. over it. I'm over it. It was just part of my story that I was telling to Brianna and her podcast, to Brianna and Josh, and we we were talking about school and things. It's not but anything you, that still ruins me—it's—it's it's built my character to be who I am.
1: But then it's not about you necessarily; it's no. about him and his feelings of, oh my God, was I really that type of person? Because people, as they, it's developing the coping strategies when one's younger under certain circumstances, and as they get older, if they don't know any different, they continue to use the same coping strategies True. as an adult, and so. It very well could be that he is trying to very genuinely come to grips with... And
0: that would be amazing. I know. And I think of course. great. But- and all these girls were talking about, oh my gosh, we've, we've heard this. We've seen you on Facebook. We follow you. We love it. Oh my God, you should be on makeup videos more. All this kind of attention. And um, he actually said some comment about... Wow, it seems like I might have to go to this show now to apologize again. I, I think like, that's no, fine. And I want to say, no, you don't have to come to apologize again. But, but, let but me... if you want to come support me and see what I do and what my passion is, then come. But you don't need to come to apologize again. You did once. But that's... That's,
1: that's fine. But that's where you're coming from. Right. Don't, or I can't tell you what to do, but consider not diminishing his feelings Hmm. if he's got these feelings and he feels he needs to come but i'm saying he apologized
0: once in person 15 years ago he just apologized again on a message on facebook so if he
1: but maybe it's not enough for him until he does it enough for him you're over it but (laughs) let him get over it in his own way i I mean it's, it's the same way when i got on facebook and after i had left ucsd medical center and then all of a sudden I was Facebook friends with people I worked with. I mean, I was Facebook. I, I am Facebook friends with Vivian. And so Vivian is Facebook friends with some of these other people from the microbiology lab. And so therefore we became Facebook friends. But I, you know what? I'm older. I'm wiser. Right. And I'm at the point in my life where, and, and believe me, this was like 10 years ago. So I was still at this point in my life where I realized we all have to communicate with each other. And I did. Do you realize that the things that you did to me because I was 10, 15 years younger than you really stayed with me? And they really, to this day, they stayed with me because of these, I don't want to say, they're, they were bullies. Of course, they were bullies. But they were dealing with life in their own way, trying to get along in an environment that... Nurtured, bulliness. It was a mm-hmm. dog eat dog environment.
0: Well, that's weird for adults because that sounds like junior high behavior. Exactly. Yes. But
1: it was. But I and I don't mean any disrespect. But it was <laughs> it really a lab is. primarily full of women. And when you've got a lab, like a chicken coop. Yes, men. exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. And so I did have it out with several wow. of these people on Facebook to just come to the. Understanding, I want you to know that these things that you did to me or said to me hurt me and stayed with me. And fortunately for me, they were willing to hear me. Well,
0: mine was, I know for a fact now that that's what's made me finally just stand up for myself mm-hmm. and to not be taken advantage of. And I know that's what... And I mean, went, just in the last couple of years, I mean,
1: haven't we known each other yes, for a couple of years now? Yes. So. Maybe I that, mean,
0: that kind of started when I left you-know-where. Yeah, right. But I mean, that even comes from, you know, like, um, I can never say it was all this one particular person's fault. But when you're conditioned to being bullied and trying to not matter and trying to hide and trying to not bring notice to yourself, you grow up and you, you stay that way. And then before you know it, you just become the most passive-aggressive. <laughs> but I know that's what it was. But
1: But guess what? That's what I tell my clients, jokingly it's job security for me. <laughs> and I and I totally say it jokingly because I, I, I'm a total advocate. If adolescents and young adults had therapy at that early age, they wouldn't be trying to fit a square peg in a right. round hole okay. by utilizing coping strategies <clears throat> that they developed within this toxic environment of growing up because we've all been through it, whether were Have we a bully or we were bullied
0: and most of us grow up and get through it but I mean I know there's a lot of people that haven't also but
1: I, I would be willing to challenge you to understand that I think that that's where this past bully in your life is trying to reconcile mm. what he did and make it up to you in his own way and I applaud him for that so everybody gets to their own destination based on their own roadmap.
0: And you know, next, like I said, next year is 30 years out of high school <laughs> for me. That's just crazy. I don't right. even know where that time's gone. Right. But you know.
1: But if you live your life not knowing, I mean, because again, I say, you don't know to know until you know. So if he's lived his life not knowing and then all of a sudden he gets this jolt from the but blue. Guess what? He's
0: probably just, he just got, Jolted fifteen years ago, this happened, and he even heard this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure that was quite a jolt. Like, yeah, yeah, wow, he's putting it out there for every. Well, you know, let him do it.
1: It's just my story. Let him do it, and actually, I applaud him for doing what he needs to do, not only for himself, maybe I should, but to make sure. Maybe we
0: should figure out the phone technology and should call him. I could Call in and
1: record it. That would be wow but wait a second we've got to figure out the phone technology to get Brianna and Kwame's going to teach us
0: that very soon because that's what her and him and Christy do so okay hint hint Kwame
1: so are we done for now Mm -hmm. because I want to watch some of my mainstream TV and stop talking
0: well the last thing I want to say about Brianna which I think I don't think I told you this if you listen to the interview you'll see but the funnest part or one of the coolest things was um, that she remembered in seventh grade she said something to me about being gay doesn't remember we couldn't for the life of us come up with what it would have been but she's like and I've held on to this for so long if this would have affected you in any way I would have felt so bad and I already felt bad and I was like I don't remember she's like and she was tiny like she's still kind of vertically challenged <laughs> Kristen Chen with tiny probably like yeah. that so yeah. in high school you can imagine right you know she wasn't even five foot I mean and she was the cheerleader and so cute and all this and whatever but I had made, she said she's pretty sure I made some comment teasing her about being short and she's like and now that I think of that as an adult I would tell my daughter if somebody calls you short, you don't get to come for their sexuality or she says something oh, like like she knew that it wasn't like an equal Interesting. Well you're so maybe, short, well, you're ugly or you're tall right. or you make it. I know short, I am well you're
1: fat. I know <laughs> I am, but what are you? I mean, so in essence all of us so have the bully mentality within us, but it's based on our self esteem and how we need to build our self esteem. In the only way that we know how,
0: and I'm going to, and do that's some, unfortunate. I want to do some self-reflection just for myself to think about: Did I actually bully anybody? Because I can't sit here right now and think. I've been thinking about it, and my like, God, I haven't come up with anything yet. But I don't know.
1: And probably the reason why you may have bullied somebody is in self-defense because because
0: if I did, it had nothing to do with school, and it would have had to do with outside because I couldn't, have, I couldn't have done it at school. Right. And, and all I, against, I felt like they were all against me. So. And, and
1: I hear what you're saying because I think that it, it, it would have been a neighbor kid or right. It it's important. More. It's important to consider that if we've been bullied, just kind of like a child who was abused, can grow up to be an abuser. So if we've been bullied, I have been, uh, We can, (laughs) yeah, we can grow up to bully other people, even into our adulthood. And we'll take a pause right here for a commercial break, and we'll be right back with you with more zany antics with Beauty and the Shrink. This episode is brought to you by Pyromedia Network. Pyromedia Media Network is a progressive moving platform to give a voice to those who feel don't have one. PMN's
0: core mission is to provide a safe and positive creative space for creatives to flourish to their highest potential. For more information, please visit
1: www.pyromedianetwork.com. So now we just got done watching the stage version version of Rocky Horror Show. Yes, yeah, okay. See, it's not a virgin. Laugh at movie. me. It's not a virgin. I know of the Rocky Horror Show. It was the 40th anniversary produced at the London Theater where it all started. And it was so reminiscent of me seeing the Rocky Horror Show at the Roxy Theater in Hollywood, much better than that horrible version of the movie that came out that once the gays decided that it was horrible, it went back to the bolts. And then all of a sudden, the straight community got a hold of it, and now look at it. It's even more disgusting. But anyway, that's my opinion as a rocking Horror Show aficionado. So with that said, the beauty has stuff to get off her chest.
0: No, I want to talk about the... I want to get my opinion of the show. Oh, okay. Um,
1: Well before she gets it off her chest, let's hear her opinion of the show. That's my critique. You better so like your...
0: When you talk about straights and the homos, da, 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 you know how many, I want to know why you think that because so many gay, bisexual, freaky kids, you know, da da da, that come out of high school and into college and theater geeks still love that movie, but I want to know now, I'm going to start taking a survey everywhere I go about these Rocky Horror fans and freaks and super fans, and I want to say, have you seen it live before? Right. And that, okay. But
1: you just answered. <laughs> but you just answered your own question. These, Is that the, why? These, don't yeah, know. The straight people got a hold of the movie, which was like what twenty years ago, and the movie came out thirty-five years ago or whatever.
0: But who? What do you mean by when you say the straight people? The straight. Florida, the world. straight people resurrected the movie, it?
1: and what, no, they didn't decide to make it. They resurrected the movie from the vaults. The movie had been made. Okay, so let me just share a little story with you and. This might explain it a little bit more. Okay, and you'll probably hear more and more about this particular person in my life, Paul. Um, He and I would go, he introduced me to the Rocky Horror Show at the Roxy originally. And we would go every single weekend and see it. That's where I became friends with Jamie Donnelly who played Magenta and Trixie in the show and who invited me and got me front row tickets to the Broadway version. Now, what people don't realize, or a lot of people don't realize, is the Broadway version with Tim Curry played at the Belasco Theater for like three or four months. I was fortunate because I got to go there just before it was canceled. And so, again, it didn't make it with the population. But simultaneously, while the Broadway version was being created, Tim Curry had also been filming with the original London cast, the movie. movie. And so then Paul and I were in, and this is is weird. Is this parking lot, Paul? Parking lot, Paul, yeah. And I'll share that name with you, uh, how it came to be later on. But Paul and I were in the movie theater in Hollywood again, later on down the line. Because remember, Paul was supposed to go with me to um, New York. New York to see it, but then he chickened out at the last minute, so I went Can't by believe myself. Can't he didn't invite me, but... Yeah, like, you were only three years old. <laughs> Remember, you posted that in Facebook. <laughs> but let me get to the point so we can get on with um, the other things. So... This we were is wa- good
0: history, though. Right, I know. This is gay
1: Americana. Right. So we were watching Grease. People. Grease in the movie theater in Hollywood. The movie? The movie oh. Grease. And, of course, we all know that Jamie Donnelly was also in the movie Grease. And for those of you who... I love
0: that you say we all know. No, they don't
1: know. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I was talking the royal we. I know. <laughs> the royal <Jamie>, we. <laughs> Jamie was a brusha 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 brush a girl. And she was in the movie. Jan. She played Jan, exactly. And so we were watching it, and all of a sudden a commercial for the Rocky Horror Picture Show came up. And all of a sudden we were freaked out because... <laughs> Oh my we God. it in a good way. Oh yes, indeed, Maybe you were freaking out. Like, we, oh my God, it's Jamie! No, we were so looking forward to the movie. You didn't know anything at, about it. To we, this didn't, point. we didn't. We gotcha. didn't. We we knew it was being made, but we didn't know whether it was shelved or or what. And then all of a sudden, so that's where um, I was getting phone calls from Jamie because I got premiere tickets. But wait,
0: she wasn't in the movie.
1: No, Jamie wasn't in the movie. It was right. Patricia Quinn. Remember, right, right, they right. had the London.
0: Company the doing the movie, pass, right. and
1: Jamie was off in doing uh, the Broadway version of it. So then, now I lost my track.
0: Anyway, I well, mean, let me just tell you if you think of it. My favorite part was because in the movie, you just know, I don't even remember. I mean, I have not seen it a lot because it just never really. I used to back in the day host a Rocky horror Picture show yeah on Fridays at midnight and I would do drag at the beginning of it Put but here, so I never really paid that much attention but my favorite part was you just correct me if I'm wrong but you just kind of assume Frankfurter seduces both of them right well he did right but you assume it in the movie version and this stage version that was one of the funniest freaking things the bed that actually was standing up straight and it looked like they were under the covers and the pillows that scene was hilarious I know of course
1: and <laughs> that, that was, was my it, favorite and it was very similar to that in the play but um, and I
0: think why I, I now this is why I know that's a so true because I thought if he seduced I remember being much younger think like if he seduced Brad who was on top and who was on bottom but, right. they, just no, but it they, they just showed it in the play
1: exactly <laughs> I thought that
0: was so hilarious right
1: Right. it went it, oh my it God. took a little bit more artistic license I in, love that bad thing in, so in this one I mean it was done very similar to the way that it was done at the Roxy but they took more sexual artistic license in the 40th anniversary, one than they did at the. Um, and remember, like in the movie, it was. So, was that
0: seen that way when you remember seeing it back in the day? Yeah. Is the bed upright yeah. to make it look like they were in the bed? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. But not as. Would you call that more graphic now than what it would have been then? Of course,
1: because Brad, it okay. wasn't explicit that um Frankenfurter was playing with Brad's. Erect organ or something that like that. It kept out. Yeah, <laughs> went, no, I do no, I know. <laughs> that so was pretty funny. So it was a bit more explicit. So gotcha. Um, that was what just stuck out to me. No pun intended. <laughs> but going back to what I was saying before, yeah, did you
0: find your train of thought?
1: Well, no, I I knew what my train of thought was, but I think maybe I got a little bit confused. I don't remember whether it was Greece that we were watching on the movie theater. Because now I can't remember whether Greece came before the Rocky Horror Picture Show Rock, okay, or the Greece other way around. Greece was
0: 1979. What? Greece was 1979 that it came out.
1: And I'm thinking that the Rocky Horror Picture Show came out a little earlier than that. I'm thinking because the play was in 1975, so maybe it wasn't Greece that we were watching. But the coincidence is is that Jamie, who was in um, Greece. In Greece, playing uh, Magenta.
0: And I remember you. I mean, told playing me Russia.
1: Brusha, was in uh, the Rocky Horror Show, playing Magenta, on Broadway and at the Roxy.
0: Kitty girl wants to same
1: honey. Anyway, you can edit this as it makes sense because I'm sort of losing my train of thought. But, mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is, is that okay? So, um, I had premiere tickets for the, the initial screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show right. in Hollywood. And I had been on the telephone. I remember Jamie talking with my mother and my grandmother on the phone and me and she was supposed to um, meet us at the premiere. But she mm. showed up in a car with a lot of other friends who were in the play or whatever. She was a lot older than you. She was a lot older. She was about 10 years or more older than I. But, um, So she didn't come in. So to be honest with you, I never was able to ever get her opinion of what she thought about the movie. But what you were asking me before is the people who went to see the movie, like me and Parking Lot Paul, who didn't realize that the movie <coughs> was coming out, we were all big fans of seeing the play. And we're all there sitting there watching the movie. Because remember, it was a big hit in, in um, Hollywood. So there were a huge amount of people <coughs> who had seen the play. So they all went to see the movie, and the majority of us were disappointed. It was hokey. It didn't stay on script. And as you can see from watching the Broadway play... They they didn't stay with the original things. They they hoped it up. I'm making a man with dark hair and a tan. No,
0: just cast a or put a blonde wig That's on That's right. It. That's right. I have one that could have borrowed. So a short blonde wig. You
1: know, and free, they didn't say that in the movie. <coughs> they said that in the play because they were making do because they they um, cast a Rocky who had dark hair are way more cute than the Rocky who was in the movie who was nothing compared to Kim Milford who was in he was gorgeous he was gorgeous he really was and if you guys want to see (laughs) pictures from the play get a copy of the Rocky Horror Show the, the original album and look at the pictures in there you'll see Anyway, enough about this, I think, um, did you enough to about critique? this, but you
0: know what, we um, we talked about this somewhere in a recording before, I don't know, it's in the archives, probably already buried, but I'm going to say this and we're going to move on. You remember when I told you I could kind of identify, I know you'll never say it. it's, it's the same or it's different, but this is the way I was with all my friends since 19, whenever it came out, Rent. And when it became a movie. I hated it. You hated the movie. I don't like the movie. It's not the I know. I know. They don't. Here's the biggest difference. Like Rent was written to be like an operetta. And so when you see the sign, you barely hear a word spoken. But you know what an operetta is. Like everything is done. Right. So when they make it a movie, they had to dumb it down for I guess for people. So they're saying lyrics of songs, and it was just the weirdest. I was like, I don't like this. They're speaking where they're supposed to be singing. But you, but you, but <laughs> you saw. It. But you saw
1: the distinction in the, <clears throat> in the live Broadway play, where they in the movie were doing things that if they had done them in the play, it right. resonates more with the audience. It plays more with the audience, and like I said, that was the beauty of the play because almost every single time I saw it. It was a little bit different because they were playing off the energy of the audience, and it, it was annoying to watch the 2015 40th anniversary with people in the audience yelling out right. things that they did for the movie. Right. But you could also tell the that, the act, that it wasn't. the act, but the actors already knew that gonna the audience right. was going to say because they would probably been to these things, so they already had um, a response. For them, so they were playing along with it. But like you also said, you also realized the parts where the audience was silent in saying things because they had never seen the beauty of the originality of the Rocky Horror Show, which I loved.
0: Can you so can you accept that as my equal? What do you mean? Like seeing and loving and falling in love, love with Rent as yes. a musical on stage, yes. like I. Hate yeah. I can Remember, only... and you know, I, you know, you've never seen it. Remember, I've yeah, I can asked you a couple of times. I've given up because I don't want you to see the movie. Right. <laughs> I don't even want you to see it.
1: Well, I, I, you I know, know, to be honest with you, I understand where you're coming from based on my notions about the Rocky Horror Show.
0: It's probably butchered just as bad for what they have to do to make that into a movie. Well, but... It's just disappointing. Right.
1: Right. But I haven't seen the movie or the play. And I could tell you right now, if one of the theaters decided to do the play, I would definitely go see it because it would be important for me. But I've also told you the reason why
0: Why I never
1: went to see the movie and never went to see the play because it was all about the fear of HIV-AIDS during the time, oh yeah, I could handle it now. But I mean, that's another story and we'll talk about that later. But now the beauty wants to get some things off her chest and please start. I mean, you've been up in arms about the the injustices that have been happening.
0: Talking about how surreal and just ridiculous in this Facebook social media world that hitting an unfriend button means so much to some people that must just feel... I don't know powerless, but definitely lacking some power in their lives because when this is something that makes them feel a certain way, I just don't get it. Like, it's not real. Yeah. But, but Facebook is just a social media platform. Mm, not these days. But, but that's what I mean. Right. And people turned it into this. I'm not even going to have a conversation with you. Something you said or something you did or somebody something somebody told me you said or did. Bloop. And I just hit this unfriend button. Right. What does that mean? Well, but I've
1: told you this before about me and unfriending. I won't unfriend anybody. I I love different perspectives. I love difference of of opinion. But I also want others with a difference of opinion to listen to what I have to say as well. And so when I have a difference of opinion, and believe me, it's mostly based on the nitwit in the White House. And I have not... I can't say I have not, up until just a couple of weeks ago, I have never unfriended anybody because of their difference of opinion right. for the nitwit in the White House. But when people start deliberately calling me names and trying to berate me, and then turning it back on me by saying, all you Democrats, all you want to do is call people names and all you want to do is you know, okay. say it's negative critical. things and stuff, it's like talking to a wall. And then I get to a point where, you know what, I don't like being called names. And so I did get to the point where I just decided I'm going to delete and unfollow two specific people, Deanna Fountain, <laughs> Fountain. and um, the other guy, I don't even remember, <laughs> who lives idiot. in Palm Springs, <laughs> who I think... They it, live here and I, Well, I know. I and understand they mecca. Uh, I understand that. But now going back to what you were talking about before, which I think is even more gracious. Is that um, we've got individuals in Palm Springs who supposedly are friends. Thinks that's a magic button just to admit unfriend. Right. And then they get involved with other people who have issues with, with hearsay. Yes, exactly. And then all of a sudden you find out that they've unfriended us.
0: Well, here's what I wanna say about that. You're talking about your Politically, whatever, and unfriending it. I can honestly say this. When I left a certain entertainment venue over two years ago, every staff member in that bar unfriended me or blocked me on Facebook, which I thought was just interesting. Okay, well, that's fine. And I literally have not hit that button ever until a couple months ago. And somebody could say, uh, I was so worried about what people would think and what they would say. And then I was like, you know what? Who cares if I see negativity... That's continually coming at me, and this person won't block or unfriend me because they want to keep seeing... I think my positive was feeding his negative. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So I just put why an you, to why, it. Why I've were you worried about what about other it? people
1: would think if you unfriended them? Because it that? looks
0: like... You know, because I'm sure he got a chance to say, oh, see, I win. She had to block me. And I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Being,
1: but that's being childish. But I just don't care. I can also that resonates with me as well because I had, like, told Vicky and a couple of other people, maybe you were one, that I refused to unfriend Deanna because then it would look like in her right. eyes she I she something. won and I ran away from her. But then I thought about it, no, I'm giving away my own power to somebody exactly. whose opinion
0: exactly. I don't
1: even care about, who I don't even want to infringe upon me.
0: And you know, one of the my new fan club, one of the founding members, she wanted to block me for what? Because I just talked positively on Facebook? Really? This was, you know, months and months and months ago. Right. Remember when I made the big joke about it? Block, block. Yeah, you know, block, what they, block.
1: Yeah. Or so would, that's
0: probably why I was hesitant to block certain people that way, but there's not even people. It's a person. Yeah. You need to see well, but you know what, what I say when I do. They don't deserve it, in my opinion.
1: But in Palm Springs, wasn't it, um, I think it was Rick Freeman who said that there are probably three people in Palm Springs that are bullies that need to just go bye-bye, and we know who the three are. I mean, uh, you'll understand this in a minute. I come to town. I know Nobody. I decide to take myself on a date. And I take myself to the Palm Canyon Theater and it's the play Zanadu. And I'm sitting there in the front row because of course I always have to sit in VIP or the front row or both. And there's this entourage of people who um, walk past me in in the front row. And as a matter of fact, remember that was the night that Marina Mack was um, in the audience as well. And Marina Mack and James came um, and sat in the row in back of me. What and I do I
0: remember? I wasn't there. I know, remember the story. I
1: didn't even know you then. No. no, I probably hated you because well, I didn't hate you then because Jersey hadn't been my friend then. But it's interesting because as he was walking to a seat, he tripped, <laughs> and I turned around. I have no idea who who he is, and I said something about well, if you if you can't walk in those shoes, then you probably couldn't walk in heels. The entourage in front of me, J.S. and all these other people. Well, J.S. took a liking to me, and apparently, not apparently, very obviously took a liking to me. And so, when we would go out, I was even afraid to even talk to people.
0: Or like, like?
1: No, this was kind of like I want you to be mine. Kind of like. (laughs) And, but the interesting thing is, is that I've never done anything but be nice gracious to gracious this person. person. I have always supported this person. I brought banana nut muffins to this person and was always there by his side. And then all of a sudden, when I found out the other day that you had indicated that you had been unfriended and I went online and looked and I had been unfriended, what does that say to you? This is a person who's being influenced
0: we don't know By, this for sure, but we're uh, gonna know eventually. We're gonna know eventually, because guess what? I want to do
1: all the things are leading in that What's direction.
0: Today? To be honest with what you, do?
1: I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to take the high road.
0: But I don't care. But I want to. I want to investigate. Well, then why don't
1: you go to Bingo? It doesn't take the both of us to go. You could go. <laughs> Apparently, she's unfriended you and hates you just as much as she hates me. See,
0: unfriend doesn't necessarily mean hate. What does it mean? I don't know because it's not a real, it's not real, you it's just, a button.
1: You just got done saying that people are using this social media button to send a message to other people and the message- I know,
0: when, If I have to hit that a couple, once or twice, it's not because I hate anybody. Well, I'm not saying hate because- I don't, just don't want you- The only person I you hate in this deserve being part of my life from what I put on Facebook, how about
1: that? Well, guess what? The reality of it is is that a lot of the things that are happening to you are because these people don't like me. Don't you think? Well, yes and no. Who knows what? Uh, Oh, I can tell you that. Who knows what people people really think? How many people who have an issue with me because they were friends with you before I entered the scene have told you, Oh, Mark is the one who's going to be the destruction of you.
0: Wait, we were talking about this with this lost recording the other day, weren't we? Because it sounds really familiar. But I think it's we were talking about it. Um, I don't know. But like I told you, it's just that. Uh, if you would tell me this a couple of years ago, I'd probably be devastated. But now I'm just kind of like, if these are the people that want to jump on that page and find something in common with people that they have. <laughs> But don't oh, you? It baffles my mind. But
1: don't you think, if, if you think about the, the the clue here or the threat, the common thread, it's that the people who are jumping on the bandwagon are desperate people who are looking for an in, and that's where this other individual who I always thought I would be friends with for the rest of my life, who unfriended me, is now. It seems to me desperate
0: to do something so to but be able also, to but you've also defended his mental state at times like that's why i say it. that's what i want to investigate because not because oh my god i cry about this every day i'm so upset about it i just want to really because they don't know how to do this and be smart about it well but then again i want to know maybe he's just having a really bad time with something how do we know that's not the case okay. Or he's a big pothead and
1: his brain is not working properly like some of these other people. But we still have compassion for people. Oh, of course. You know, it it is interesting. I don't know what it means. It is interesting that you bring that up because I really do still love
0: this person. Right. And I would. If they don't get it. What do you always say to me? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we care. But we can't waste time on caring about somebody that doesn't even care about themselves, I, yes, right? Yes, but that
1: sort of sounds sad to me in a way because typically individuals who don't care about themselves don't feel that other people care about them either. So if other people don't care about me, then why should I care about myself? I mean, you've got a perfect example with one of our Facebook friends, TT, who doesn't care about himself at all and therefore thinks that because nobody I don't care about it. myself, nobody else is going to care about mm-hmm. me as well. So, again, I say psychologically speaking, I understand all this stuff and I understand that there are all kinds of people in this world and... In this town. I well, No, because <laughs> it, they are in this town, but like as Kwame has told us, that we need to talk about things that are generalizable to every other town within the United States or within the world or whatever. And by us bringing a voice to it, I think other people are going to say, yeah, I'm going through the same exact thing, and maybe I can talk about it now, or maybe I can identify it now, or maybe I can think about it now, because it's not me. Palm Springs is not the only place on the planet where toxicity lives and thrives. I mean, you're from where? Uh, Ohio, Iowa, Seattle, Scooby Doo. I can't remember where you're from. But didn't this shit go down there too?
0: Originally, it's Ohio. Oh, she Ohio. said that first, oh. right? Okay. I That's thought I'd cover my, my bases here by- Seattle I live in, oh, Iowa never, but yes, but I think the difference is when we get older and wiser, because I, uh, I never experienced this kind of stuff, and literally population-wise, Toledo, Ohio is like the same size as Palm Springs, the last I checked, right? So anyways, What does being older just have to do with anything? I think I said older and wiser, and the more. But those two don't go hand in hand. And my in my life, just me for a second is the more I succeed and the more I'm doing this, I get wiser right. as I get older, and I'm more business savvy, and things keep growing. So I think these people just uh, don't get it. If they don't get it and they don't want to support you, then they're against you. That's she's the cer- whole thing. She's certainly getting older. Remember when I And told she's you, not getting wiser. It's been six months probably now that I said, Can we just talk? Come on, let's just whatever. Sort of, well, as soon as you can teach your da da, da, da da shut the fuck up. This was my response. No,
1: she's uh, RW was talking about me shutting the fuck up, which you know so I was, will never that do. That was my
0: answer. So you don't wanna make peace. Here was my peace branch. You don't wanna make peace. You're gonna blame it on him. Right. Well, this is just festered so much now because they want to see me fail. Because So they can me. say, we were right. right. Ha, see, right. we told you, you were going to be liable for Mark's big mouth. The fire getting bigger and festering, it's, it's sucking these other people into right. it. Whoever. into yeah, exactly. It.
1: Exactly. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, it's important. And the moral to this story is, like I tell my clients, and as I say to myself, to thine own self be true. If we stay true to ourselves and we wake up every day and say, "I'm going to be the best person I can possibly be for myself, and for everyone with whom I come into contact," then that is the way we all should be living our life. That's karma. It well, that's karma. I'm just I, talking about yeah, Africa. exactly.
0: But karma you is all, karma know. is all about intent. And I know this, too. This is the perfect transition for me to um, give a shout-out to Brianna and Josh in New York City. And if you haven't yet, check out their Jobs Blow podcast. And run and run and run and run and run and running. and run run
1: run